I'm Emily Jones, and you're listening to the Ranger Nation podcast. Hi, this is Rusty Greer, formerly of the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Ranger Nation podcast. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. In the air, shallow right. The Texas Rangers win the pennant. Second consecutive year. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Welcome to Rangers Nation Podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation Podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now, here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger, the Recliner Nerd. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers Nation Podcast. Today's episode is MLB Trade Deadline. That's an easy one. This is the last week. It's Tuesday. Actually, the Rangers are playing right now against the Arizona Diamondbacks. But this week is the MLB trade deadline. It ends Friday at 4 p.m. Central Time. And there are a lot of rumors. There are a lot of scenarios. And the Rangers have some pe- have some players that people want. And we'll get to all of that right after this. Hey, guys, the Recliner Nerd here. Do you feel a spark when you get a chance to compete? Competition Dojo is here to feed the competitive fire in everyone. Each month, they provide competitive events to their subscribers. You have a month to learn, practice, and perform. The month-end results rank you against each other. Get off the couch and back in the game. Visit CompetitionDojo.com. That's CompetitionDojo.com. All right, everybody, and welcome to MLB Trade Deadline. Here's what I want to do. I kind of want to go through... Um, all the scenarios, all the different uh, teams that supposedly are interested in the players that the Rangers are likely to trade. Um, I'm going to throw out some other ones that might might be a scenario where something could happen. Now, do I know I don't? I haven't talked to anybody there. I'm trying to get creative. And um, I only one I've ever gotten on, what, hit on, was the, ML, was the trade for Lance Lynn for Dane Dunning. I did have that one pegged uh, this winter, uh, but there's a lot of rumors out there, a lot of a lot of interest out there, and in, and I know that everyone's talking about Joey Gallo, Kyle Gibson, and Ian Kennedy, the three most likely. Maybe there's some other players that could be traded out there, but let's get into the ones that are being talked about and who is is talking to them about it. We can also go to some some people that have have. Uh, They've come in and they, I put it out there if you had any questions or emails, and we'll go to that right now. We did have a couple that uh, kind of brought up some scenarios or some um, wanted to know some certain things about, uh, you, you know, about the trade deadline, questions to be addressed and all of that. And let's, let's go look at some of those real quick. Okay, first one came from, uh, this is on Twitter. We'll go to Twitter first. And um, first one came from All Things Rangers. Um, all things Rangers who said, Hey, if Joey Gallo got traded, how likely is it that he returns when he becomes a free agent, assuming he doesn't get extended somewhere else? I mean, you would have to say that first of all, there's gotta be mutual interest. And I think the Rangers are interested in extending Gallo. I think I have heard through some sources that there is an offer on the table. 
but obviously that nothing's moved on that. So I don't know if the offer's low. You know, he's dealing with Scott Boris. So there, there, you've got to factor in a couple of things if that happens. First of all, if he gets traded, he's, he's under control all the way through next year. So through 2022 season, he's with that team that he's with. So they have all that time to try to extend him. If he does make it to free agency, I doubt if anything, if he wasn't traded this time, uh, they would try to, if he wasn't traded at the deadline, they'll try to extend him. And uh, that's for sure. And they'll try to get that done because if they can't get it done, they'll trade him this offseason. But if, they, if he gets somewhere else and he's traded, the likelihood of coming back, would I mean, you would, you would have to say right now 50-50. Um, he seems to want to be here. But there's a lot of talk about that. There, you know, there are people that say that, that say, oh, I want to be here and I want to stay here. But that could be some conjecture and stuff just to, you know, because he's, he's got a good fan base here. A lot of people like him. Uh, he likes playing here. It's all he's known. Um, maybe there is something there to getting him back, and it really depends on where the Rangers are sitting at that time and where they're at in the rebuild process. They could fleece somebody for some prospects, have Joey come back after the 2022 season and sign a, a multi-year deal. But uh, Boris will – well, that's the, the, the deciding factor is Boris. Um, Adam Gordon, uh, he didn't really ask a question. He said it looks like our minor league system is – as good as our major league guys are awful. He said, the Rangers cannot trade away their future. It's all the team has to look forward to. And that's right, Adam. And Adam comments a lot. Uh, the minor leagues, we're going to get into the minor leagues down in the bus leagues a little bit later after we go through all the trade scenarios. Uh, the minor leagues are um, uh, all the way through. The Rangers finally have um, some top prospects. And actually, it came out um, earlier this week uh, – Baseball America updated their top 100 prospects list. They do that halfway through the season. Uh, the Rangers have three in the top in the top 100. They have uh, Josh Young, uh, Jack Leiter came in ahead of Josh Young, and then you got uh, you got Jack Leiter who's not signed yet, Josh Young, and then uh, you've got uh, uh, Cole Wynn who's had an outstanding season. Sam Huff would probably still be in there, except that he hasn't got to play. We'll see how he does there. And the only reason a lot of people thought the Rangers would have been higher, they're ranked the number 24 by Baseball America, the number 24 uh, minor league system. The only reason they weren't ranked higher was because there was no minor leagues last year. So some of these players that were expected to develop um, haven't. But we want to go down to the bus leagues and talk about that later. Okay, so that's what, that's what he asked about. Um, here's another one. I guess this is... I don't know how to say this, Rich Rage, Rich Rage, who said, I think my biggest fear is what happens if they do not move anybody. I mean, this was supposed to be a slam duck. We get a haul, now I'm not sure. Also worried about that deadline to sign lighter. Imagine if they miss on that and nothing significant happens this week. Sucks. You know, that would suck. <clears throat> Let me put your mind at ease. Al, uh Jack Leiter's going to sign. I, I think Jack Leiter, I think they've already come to an agreement. I think they've got this together. I think with all this week and everybody and all the interest in the deadline, I just think that, that they're going to wait. I thought for a little bit, I kind of thought, well, maybe he'll show up this week when they want to get back on the homestand so they can introduce him and do all of that. I don't think so. I think all of it's there, and they've probably – part of the negotiations – the money's there. They've got the money uh, to do it, even if he goes full slot, which is $7.89 million, something like that. Even if they have to go full or above, he might even go a little below. I don't know. But in either case, um, uh, Zavala, also the guy, they, the, the other guy, they, the second-round pick, um, somebody saw him uh, walking around um, before practice today with Rangers brass. So I don't know if that's about to be announced or not, but he seems to be in town. Um, sorry about that. Mm. 
But I think uh, Lighter, don't worry about Lighter. They're not going to – Lighter, first of all, won't take that chance that he goes back and has something go wrong. Look at the Kumar Rocker situation. Uh, Kumar has not uh, – has not – there's some – they are running into some forearm tightness and some elbow issues, and there may be something there where he does not sign with the Mets who got took him at number 10. Um, so there is some concern there. Uh, that's not going to happen with Lighter. Lighter is going to sign. It just may be something where they get it all done, officially announce it on the 1st, which is the – or the 31st, which is the last day they can, and then they bring him in sometime next week to do his own press conference, sit down and talk about it. I think his dad represents him. Uh, his dad's on MLB.com. And, uh, and uh, But that's going to happen. I'm not worried about that. When it comes to making moves or this is a big disappointment, you can't look at it that way. First of all, you're not if, if Joey makes it all the way to free agency with the Rangers and they don't get him extended, you have to look at any return you're looking right now. You have to gauge where that pick's going to be. They'll make him a qualifying offer. If he's going to go to free agency, he will, he will um, not accept the qualifying offer. That means they're going to get a compensation pick. That compensation pick is probably going to fall somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of anywhere from about 33 to 37 or 8, somewhere in that pick. You're going to get that pick um, as compensation. And so if you think you can get a top, you know, 25 or 30 prospect that could slide to you at 32, 33, or 37, somewhere in there, if you're not getting offered that at least for Joey Gallo right now, then why would you take it? I mean, there's no reason to take it. If you think that there's a better prospect that could get drafted at that, even after next year, you know what's coming up the pipe and who's going to be there. Um, You've got to have a significant haul to get Joey um, right now before you would let him go Um, because they're not just going to let him walk because they could get the compensation pick. Yes, the compensation pick may not be great, but let me tell you something. Joey Gallo was a compensation pick. So he was not a first-round draft court choice. He's considered one because he was taken in that compensation pick. He was taken at number 34 or 35. He had slid there. He had a commitment to LSU. He, uh, the, the Rangers saved some money with their, their first-round pick, and he was considered a first-round pick too, and they signed him and, and kept him from going to LSU. So there is players to get at that pick. So now let's go into scenarios and who's out there and who they're looking at. A lot of the rumors out there. So you got – First of all, let's just go to the most likely to get traded. The most likely to get traded is Ian Kennedy. He's going to get traded. If you don't think Kennedy's going to get traded, then you're not paying attention to what's going on. Right now, the, the, the teams that are said to be in on, on Kennedy uh, right now are the Dodgers. I've heard something with the Reds and the Blue Jays. Now, there are a lot of great prospects right now with the Dodgers, um, with with the Reds and with the Blue Jays, that would be would be great. But Ian Kennedy's not going to bring that. He's not expensive. He's at two million dollars if he made the big league team, and he's there. He's owed about uh, a million or something like that left on his contract this year. But he is a free agent at the end of the year. He's pitching like the closer he used to be. Um, so you're not going to get anybody's top prospect. That's not going to happen. Can you can you draw? a top 30 prospect from another organization. Now, you got to take that with a grain of salt. Being in the top 30 from an organization doesn't mean it's it, the Rangers think of them as the top 30. And the Rangers could go get a top 30 from someone else and come into their system and may not make the top 30. Um, so you, you don't know where that falls on there. But you should get possibly at the bottom of someone's top 30. You should be able to pull that in. I think that's very feasible for, for, um, for Ian Kennedy. But, no, you're not going to go in and get a – Kieber Ruiz or something like that from the Dodgers or the Blue Jays, Austin Martin or Groshen. None of that's going to happen for um, 
for uh, Ian Kennedy. Now, if he's packaged in a deal where him and maybe uh, uh, Gibson and Gallo together, sure, that could happen. But Ian Kennedy more than likely is, is going to bring possibly – he's going to get more if he's packaged in a deal with maybe him and Gibson together, maybe him and Gallo together, maybe all three together, which would bring some great significant prospects back. That means flipping him to get some good stuff, and that, that's probably what happens with – Next, next, the person that you're, you're going to be talking about is Kyle Gibson. He's the second most likely to get traded. Um, his stock may have fallen a little bit. Both him and Gallo have kind of, kind of uh, stumbled out of the gate, so to say, after their all-star, all-star appearances. I, I halfway don't blame them. I understand they're, 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 it, there is word out there that there are some GMs that are worried that this is not – that the, that the real Kyle Gibson, who's always been somewhere in the low four ERA, uh, somewhere in there, that's the real Kyle Gibson, and that this, this one that's, you know, down in the, the below three, two, you know, he's got a below three ERA right now. He was, in fact, below two ERA until his last couple of starts. You know, that's what <laughs> they're saying that, that they think that's what it is. So, so there are some GMs that, that do that. Now, who are some of the teams that are interested in Kyle Gibson? Word out there that you're seeing is the Red Sox have called about him. The Yankees are obviously interested. The Rays could always use another uh, starting pitcher. The Blue Jays are someone that have inquired about him. The Padres are also another one. And the Dodgers. Well, let's go into each one of those. So all of them could use a starting pitcher. Max Scherzer is now in the picture. A word coming out from a lot of people is that Scherzer would rather stay on the West Coast um, if he's going to waive his no. He's got 10 right, ten five rights. If you don't know what 10 five rights means, that means that he has the ability, since he has been he has been in the league for 10 years and he has been the last five years with one team, which has been the Nationals. Uh, you know, he came from the Detroit, but he's been five years with the Nationals. Since he's been in the league 10 years, he's been five with the same team. He has a automatic no-trade clause in his – in his uh, <clears throat> contract. Now, he has said public, or they have, that word is getting out that he is only interested in teams on the West Coast. Now, other than that, so that, that leaves out the Yankees, that leaves out the Blue Jays, that leaves out the Rays, the Red Sox, all of them are going to be out on Scherzer um, unless there's just something that could convince them to do that. Um, and then you wonder about Scherzer, who really apparently likes it in the D.C. area, likes it Virginia there where he's from or where he lives uh, now. Um, but, you know, he's a free agent at the end of the year. So he could go off. He literally could go off, uh, get traded, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Get traded by somebody and and, and then come back and uh, sign with the the uh, Nationals again, and he legitimately can do that. Um, the only one that could do that with the Rangers would be Kennedy, who could go off um, and he would be a free agent at the end of the year. But Scherzer has that ability. Now, the 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 prospect that's got to come back for Max Scherzer, think about that. Max Scherzer, if he doesn't get traded, he's going to get a qualifying offer. He's going to deny the qualifying offer. And just like the Joey Gallo situation, he's going to get that compensation pick right there somewhere around 31 to 36 or 7, right in there. So you're going to have a top 32 to 37 pick. So if any teams are trying to get Max Scherzer, one prospect that you are trying to send back needs to be somebody that would be drafted in the top 35 picks in the next year's draft, or it's not worth it for, for, for the nationals to consider it. So what are some, what, what, what could we see doing with the Red Sox? Here's what I've said about Gibson. So Gibson is, is a name out there. Max Scherzer is obviously the big name. 
um, that, that would be a big upgrade for any team. Um, so Gibson is probably one of the top two or three. There's also talk from Barrios that, that's with the Twins, uh, but they don't know if the Twins are going to move him. So if you're looking at – here's what I've said for Gibson. What, what, no team, what, what you need to understand with the Rangers and what they're dealing with is the fact that, that if, if they trade Gibson, there is a slot that opens in that uh, – there's some innings that are going to be opened up in that rotation that need to be filled. And right now the depth of this team doesn't have someone for that. Yes, Taylor Hearn. Yes, John King. You can try to piggyback them, do that. They're not built up for the innings that Kyle Gibson would have given you. You've got Lyles and Fultonevich who can go out and give you innings and also give up, you know, what, average three or four home runs a game. They're ERA, I mean, they're leading the leagues in home runs given up. So you've got those, <clears throat> but that, you know, Somebody's got to do that. So my guess, if I was trading, if it was me, and I was trading Kyle Gibson to another team, in return, I would want at least one pitcher, if you're going to do a couple of prospects or whatever, or even straight up. Kind of like the Kyle, uh, like the uh, the deal that they did with uh, Lance Lynn for uh, Dane Dunning. A pitcher that's major league ready coming back. Someone in the Red Sox or, or organization, you might be looking at someone like uh, Tanner Hawk who's already on the big league club that's getting some some innings right now. He's a starter. That's somebody that can come back. And then you have some guys in in, in AAA, maybe someone like an Andrew Politi, P-O-L-I-T-I, Politi, or Jay Groom. He's a left-handed pitcher. Uh, they're at the higher level, someone that could come in, and, and that they're starting games at AA and AAA who could come in and, and get some innings in the major leagues um, and do that. Now, you're, it, it, if you're going to get multiple prospects – I would think you would start with someone like one of those guys if you're doing the Red Sox. Yankees have Lewis Gill also. That's another one. Uh, they've also got uh, Yandres Gomez, who's a triple-A pitcher. I'm, and I'm saying these are the start of what you go with. One of these guys would be somebody you would want to bring back that could slide into the rotation. With the Blue Jays, you got Thomas Hatch. Uh, Thomas Hatch was called up to start a game for the Blue Jays that got rained out. He started in AAA and had some decent numbers. He hasn't done great in the major leagues yet. He's, he's been up for 17 innings this year, um, but he's only started – he's been in 17 games. He's only started one game. Um, if you go to uh, the Padres, that's another one. You've got someone like uh, uh, Reese Cooner or Ethan Elliott that, that, are, that are minor leaguers. You know, another name that might be out there, I doubt – very seriously that they would consider this, but someone who struggled a little bit this year, but's under control. All these guys I'm talking about are under control till at least, you know, uh, the uh, 2025 or whatever. So there are guys you can run out there, get knocked around a little bit, but you've got control over them. You can move them. They've got options to go up and down. Um, a name with the Padres, which it, it would, you know, maybe straight up, would they do it? I, I don't know if they would do it. Um, it's someone like Chris Paddock who's struggled a little bit. Um, you know, I'm probably dreaming there. Paddock's a, is a, to me looks like somebody that could be a future star, but he has not done well this year. Um, and and maybe they'd be willing to to trade off that straight up, let him come here, maybe a change of scenery, do something like that. If you go to the Dodgers, uh, maybe you're looking at a, you know someone like a Ryan uh, Pepio that's that's uh, made a couple starts in major leagues down in the minor leagues. That's who you would be looking at in the Kyle Gibson situation. Someone like that to start. Um, with one of those guys, or straight up, some of those guys straight up maybe. Somebody that could come right here, 
Um, you've got under you've got them under control for at least three or four years. Uh, you've got options with them. Um, they're all in their mid twenties or below, and then you get them here, and you know they could be like a Dunning, get in here, get their feet wet, and pitch, and take some innings to go at the end of the year. That's what you're probably looking for with Gibson. Yes, if you've got a great prospect that they're going to get you if they come in, and instead of you know offering you somebody that's that's close to being to the major leagues, then you know, but they have someone in lower level that is a really touted prospect or something like that. Then yes, obviously you would you're not going to give up the highly touted prospect, but with Gibson. You know, it, it's hard to see someone giving up someone that's really highly touted. And some of these guys are highly touted. Don't get me wrong. It's just that they're not they're not listed in top 30 prospects. They're, they're, they're doing well, doing okay with some innings. A couple of them are, you know, in the top 10 for some teams um, in, in that situation. But they wouldn't be giving away top prospects, and it might be something that, that where these guys could come in. Joey Gallo. <clears throat> Joey Gallo is the name that's probably least likely to get traded in the in the top three of the Rangers organization, but there are there are a lot of teams that are looking at Joey right now. The big names you're hearing about are the Padres, the Yankees, and the Blue Jays. That's the three teams that seem to be all in on Joey that are really following him around. With Joey, you've I'm sorry, you've got to get someone. If you're going to the Padres um, for Joey Gallo, um, you're going to be looking um, at, at a couple of their top prospects. You're going to maybe a uh, you know, you know, you're dreaming if you're going to get a C.J. Abrams or uh, a Robert Hassel, uh, but maybe uh, Capusano, the, the catcher, um, might be somebody. I mean, they got Mackenzie Gore. He's probably not going where he struggled a little bit this year, but he's their top prospect. Um, they're not going to trade him for Joey Gallo straight up. But there's been some talk. There has been some talk of the Rangers absorbing uh, one of the contracts coming back. For the, for the Padres. They're right up against the luxury tax, meaning anything that goes over this certain amount, they've got to pay the tax on. So they're looking for relief help in money, money relief in somewhere in there. So you, so the, 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 the uh, Rangers might come in with Joey Gallo and get back someone like maybe a hassle along with someone like Hosmer who is owed $58 million over the next four years, who could come into the Rangers. That's uh, averaging about 13 to $15 million a year over the next four years. He's played well. He's played better than the first basemen that are playing for the Rangers right now. Um, he's older. Um, the Rangers could eat that contract, but they could turn around the winner uh, this winter and maybe flip him to a, a team that's more contending, that needs some help at first base. Rangers would have to eat some of the contract. To do that, if they really didn't see him as part of the future of the next four years, uh, Will Myers is another one. Now he's younger than Hosmer, Hosmer uh, and, but he's got a pretty significant amount that he's due um, that coming back. And so, if you had someone like Hosmer that or, or Myers coming in on the deal, maybe you could do something like an Abrams or a Hassel that you could get back for uh, the outfielder Hassel and, and Abrams as a shortstop, I believe. You could get someone like that back to eat that contract where that would take, if you're taking that $15 million off the books for either one or 15 or $18 million that you're taking off the books of either of those players, they're not going up against that luxury tax. Um, Gallo is only $6 million this year, but he's going into arbitration again, last year of arbitration. He's due for a big rag. He's probably going to jump up to, to $15 million, somewhere in there in arbitration. Um, the Yankees... Um, if I'm if I'm the Rangers and, and you're looking at the Yankees, you're going to start that conversation with Dominguez. And, and look, I don't know Dominguez well. Everyone raves about this guy. Jamie Newberg and I kind of got into it a little bit, just back and forth. He's saying you, you, you take you would take Dominguez straight up. And I'm like an 18 year old in low A ball. He's playing well. He looks like a freak of nature if you've ever seen him. I mean, he does. He looks like 
<clears throat> oh my gosh, he is he is he's big, he's muscular. He's only five eleven, about six foot. But man, he is he is he looks like uh, um, um, Adelise Garcia is who he looks like. Kind of, he, he's just a big boy that's muscular and all of that. You've you've got to talk to them about that if you're gonna, uh, you know. And and of course, all Yankee fans think that you should just be able to, you know, trade him straight up for you know, anybody because they think that every one of their prospects are the best prospects there. I think if you're not getting Dominguez, you've got to look at Clark Smith or maybe a Peraza, uh, Oswald Peraza. One of those three has to be in the deal. Uh, Dominguez, may, probably not. I could see something with Smith, who's the pitcher, or maybe Peraza coming back, but it's not going to be them straight up. You've got to have something with them. I think you got to add something to that to get it back. The Blue Jays seem to be really in on him also. Now, you know, the Blue Jays are not going to – Austin Martin is who I would want with the Blue Jays. Uh, they're not going to trade uh, Joey Galli for, for Austin Martin straight up. Uh, he's the, he played for Vanderbilt. He's the, I believe he was a shortstop or, or a second baseman. Um, he's doing really well, and they he's their uh, second top prospect. I think Pearson's their top prospect. I may have that mixed up. Any case – um, but uh, Martin is good, and they're probably not going to – now, the name that gets keeps getting thrown out there, there's a shortstop named Groshans, and, uh, and then there's a pitcher named Simeon Woods Richardson. Now, any of those, along with maybe something, even with uh, Kyle Gibson, would be something to look for there. Now, with those three that are on it, I heard a weird one. Now, now this is SB Nation, everybody that follows SB Nation. Milwaukee, the Brewers have uh, SB Nation. Now, the Brewers are thought right now to also possibly be in – on uh, on Kyle Gibson or maybe uh, maybe Ian Kennedy, but but I saw this on SB Nation a trade that was thrown out there uh, that kind of perked me up. I I've heard nothing. If you if you've followed all the rumors that are out there right now, you are not hearing right now that that there's any link between the Brewers and Gallo uh, right now. But this trade was thrown out there on SB Nation that gets a lot of pub. Um, that, that, you know, there's the writers from there usually are pretty good. It was just an idea. It was a proposed trade. Apparently, there's some fan base there that are really into uh, Gallo coming to, to, to the Brewers. The names that were thrown into that, the Brewers would get uh, – <clears throat> the Brewers would get – oh, by the way, the Brewers were also supposed to be in on Gibson. Now, if you're going to go with Gibson on Brewers, you're looking at like a Lauer or a Parata – uh, Freddie per- uh, Perina or maybe an Adrian Hauser straight up. Those three right there in the bottom of that rotation, maybe somebody could do straight up. I'm sorry, I forgot about the Brewers with uh, with, with Kyle Gibson. Even uh, maybe, you know, someone like an Ethan Small that's, in the, the, that's one of their prospects or Aaron Ashby. Those are two pretty highly touted guys. But I, I would take either of those three guys that are, that are in the major leagues right now. Parata, Perita would be my favorite, uh, Freddie Perita, but he – He's probably not going. He, he looks pretty good right now. Okay, back to the Brewers. The Brewers in this Gallo trade. Here's what they said. The Brewers get Gallo for Heston Kiera, pitcher Ethan Small, outfielder Corey Howe, and shortstop Eduardo, uh, Eduardo Garcia. You need to go look up these guys. That is a haul. I'm telling you right now. Keston Herrera was the first-round pick a couple years ago um, for the uh, – for them, so he, he and he he was a second baseman. He was the the like ninth overall pick. He struggled. He's in the big leagues now. He's been playing first base for him, um, and and sending him back. That's somebody that come back here. There's a hole at second base right now uh, with Solak down in the minor leagues. Uh, this guy's a stud. I know he's struggling. He may just need a, a change of pace. He could come here and DH and get his back going again because he came up last year 
and came up at the end of the year. He got drafted, and he was good. Um, he is struggling right now, but I would take that guy almost straight up. I mean, that that guy right there is, is something else. Now, if you're looking at the rest of that deal, Ethan Small is their number four prospect. He's a AAA who's had some pretty decent numbers at AAA uh, right now. Um, he's got about a 1.77 ERA with two teams. Uh, he's at AA and AAA. And then if you go down a little further uh, with that, you've got uh, – let's see, where did they have uh, – see, they had – Ethan Small, Corey Howell is not in their top 30, but I looked up his numbers. He's in double-A. Um, another name that's kind of thrown out there is that Dallas is only from Austin or from uh, Arlington Martin is uh, Tristan Lutz. Uh, that's their number 12 prospect or something. But I, uh, people like this Howell better um, uh, coming into it, Corey Howell. Eduardo Garcia is uh, – let's see, what was the deal on Garcia? I looked him up too. Eduardo Garcia is the number 10 prospect. He's playing rookie ball. He's only 19. He's got some decent numbers. Look, you have to consider that haul if that's real. Now, obviously, Brewers aren't in on this. I don't know if, who these guys are that wrote it, that were on the, uh, the, the SB Nation site for the Milwaukee Brewers that, that, that threw this out. The comments were pretty interesting. There were a lot of people that were on board with it uh, doing that. Uh, moving Herrera is the one that I would be interested in. Um, so that, that's, that's who's on the market. Let me throw some names out there that might also be traded that you're not thinking about. First of all, you got to look at Holt and Culberson, who you would get nothing back for. Um, but uh, obviously they got to clear some space up here to bring some guys up and possibly uh, get some big league time at the end. No, Josh Young isn't going to be here. And I'm more convinced now Josh Young will not play in the major leagues this year just because there's no point in wasting – uh, service time and look, it's not a it's not a game. You're not playing the game with him. If he was just destroying Double A right now and he was hitting 400 and, and all of that, yes, it might be something you consider. But he needs more at bats in the minor leagues. He's just got to have more at bats. Um, so probably not going to get him up here uh, right now. But you got some guys at AAA like Yanni. Uh, Yanni Hernandez that you might could get up here. Uh, maybe a Ryan Doro that could be a future utility guy. Guys that if they fail, if they don't do well, they could play the positions around the infield. If they don't do well, easy guys that could be moved or DFA'd that would probably clear. Uh, these guys are good guys. They're, they're great players. Ryan Doro's a personal favorite of mine. The guy plays awesome defense. He was killing it at AA. He is, he is, he's floundered a little bit at AAA. Uh, but he's still a guy that defensively, um, he's one of the best defenders. He's an Isaiah Counter-Falifa. Speaking of Isaiah Counter-Falifa, I just want to put this out there. Isaiah Counter-Falifa, there are some shortstops that are supposedly on the trade market right now. Counter-Falifa's under control for a couple more years. Um, yes, he's a uh, gold glove shortstop. Um, he has floundered a little bit. He's been moved down the lineup this year. He might be a good ad for somebody, and I would not even consider moving Isaiah Counter-Falifa except for the fact that he probably brings back a decent return. And, man, you have got some guys coming up. If you have not seen what Justin Foscue is doing, he has played shortstop before. He's drafted. He was a shortstop at Mississippi State. He's playing second base right now. He's hit eight home runs in seven games. Um, he's got 10 home runs. He's hitting 324, something like that, in, in high A. He is soon to be in double A. You've got uh, Davis Wenzel, who's also can play shortstop. Ryan Doro can play a good shortstop like an Isaiah Counter-Falifa. He's not going to hit like him. 
but he does have a little more pop than Connor Falifa did in, in the minor leagues. Uh, Doral had more pop. There are guys that could come up and play some very good defense for the Rangers um, if Connor Falifa was to be traded in a deal. Um, I'm, I'm sure actively the Rangers aren't shopping Isaiah Connor Falifa, but that is obviously somebody that, that could that, – that, that might be someone that's attractive to someone that's looking for some infield help. That might be a guy, even with a Gallo going to the Padres, something to look at. You know, I'm throwing that out. You probably think I'm crazy. Um, but there are some guys that are coming up that could fill that shortstop role, plus free agency, coming in free agency if you wanted to go off and sign somebody. Predictions. What's my prediction? I predict Ian Kennedy's going to the Dodgers. I think he'll go to the Dodgers. I don't know who he'll come back for. Just, you know, somewhere in there. I think uh, Kyle Gibson – <clears throat> I think Gibson, like more than anybody, is probably going to someone like the Rays uh, or the Dodgers. I think the Rays or the Dodgers are, are where he's likely headed. If Scherzer doesn't sign in any of those places, then he's obviously – he might. if Scherzer doesn't sign with the Dodgers, he might be headed there. Um, I think the that the Rays or someone else – and the Blue Jays could, but if I had to make it – if you had to, my arm behind my back and who I think they would he would go to – I would guess the Rays. The Rays might be somewhere that Gibson ends up. Uh, Joey Gallo. If Joey Gallo is dealt, I think the most likely place that Joey Gallo goes is to the Padres. I think that's the number one. Number two, if he's not dealt to the Padres and in a deal that where a good prospect comes back and maybe they eat either Myers or uh, Hosmer's contract, uh, that's where I'd see that. If he's not dealt there, more than likely, the next place is probably the Blue Jays. I don't see a fit with the Yankees. I don't think the Yankees are going to give up enough to get him. And honestly, they are shooting themselves in the foot back and forth. I, I don't see it. Now, could there be a big blockbuster? I do think there could be a blockbuster. I think there could be a deal where all three of these guys go to one team. If there was one team all three would go to, you're probably looking at someone like uh, the Padres or the Blue Jays, where they could, they could fit into all three and get a big return coming back. Um, that that might could happen. Okay, that's trade deadline. That's the stuff that's happening now. This week's going to be great to see what happens at by four o'clock. I'll be covering it Friday. Uh, kind of follow me on Twitter at Rangers Nation Pod at Ranger Nation Pod at Ranger Nation Pod. We'll go there and we will definitely talk about it then. Um, uh, and keep up with me, and I will have stuff live. I'm going to be on the radio tomorrow with the guys from Law Dog Sports. Uh, be talking to them. But right now, let's go down in the bus leagues. Okay, down in the bus leagues. If we're going to go down the bus leagues and talk about the, the, the best team in AA right now are the Frisco Rough Riders. And I have heard some stuff right now uh, that, that about keeping these guys together and letting them all go up to AAA next year to start out. And that's not a bad idea. This team right here is, boy, they are, they're not just winning. They're just killing everybody. They're, and the pitching, the rotation is a future rotation. You've got Ronnie Henriquez. You've got um, – you've got – Cole Wynn, Hans Kraus, Jake Latz, who's been incredible, Cole Uvila, who's been closing stuff. Um, you've got, I mean, you have got some arms there. Nick Snyder is the name Tepid keeps talking about to watch this guy, Nick Snyder, and what he's been doing. Um, you've got right on the cusp of getting up here. You have uh, someone like, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, uh, Foscue, Justin Foscue. That guy needs to be in double A. Obviously, he is too good of a ball player to be playing. You know, he started out kind of slow this year, but he had a rib injury. Went away, uh, got rehabbed, got healthy on the rib injury, and started out and had one game in the in the Arizona League there. Hit a home run, went three for four, and then 
showed up at Hickory and which is high A ball now, and it's just been killing the ball. Been unbelievable. His OPS is like eleven or twelve hundred. I don't have it in front of me, uh, but he's been awesome. That's another guy to look to be called up. These prospects are doing it, guys. If you aren't watching this, uh, Thomas Segisi, uh, the the uh, Thomas Segisi average is fantastic at low A, but look at his OPS. His OPS is good. He's walking a lot. This kid's mature, was going to Pepperdine, taken in the fifth round last year. He's doing well. T.K. Roby, who's now injured, he's shut down, uh, was doing well. Hey, think of the arms that are coming back, too. You've got someone like Ricky Venasco, who would be uh, probably right now, if he was healthy, would be in probably double-A. He's probably in that group of double-A guys. He's probably – He's already thrown off the mound, is my understanding. I'm trying to get him on. I've, I've reached out to John Blake about getting with Ricky uh, and, and getting him on. Um, I've got Ricky's number and stuff. I just didn't want to get him on until we know if we're okay to talk to him. He's supposedly throwing. He's throwing programs over. He's starting to get on a mound. Is he going to pitch at the end of the year, maybe in Arizona? Could be. I don't know. That's something I'm going to keep an eye on. It's someone to keep an eye on. Um, he, he had that surgery last year. He's over a year now going in. Usually about 18 months is where that is. He should be ready for spring training. Throws in the high 90s. This guy it may be one of – there's some that thought he might be the best pitching prospect in this organization. Now, there's a guy named Jack Leiter who's probably going to take over that position, but Venasco is somebody definitely to watch. Uh, snake bit. If you guys haven't watched what's been going on with Joe Palumbo, they've shut him down again. Um, this is just – I don't know what to do. I feel sorry. This guy's so snake bit. It's unbelievable. It's kind of like Chris Cease, who is a big shortstop prospect going through that. Um <laughs> Man, Palumbo just – I had such high hopes. I met his parents. His dad is just – you know, met his whole family. We met his major league debut in 19. Um, he's just a promising kid. Everybody loved him. The spin rate's unbelievable. Um, he is just – he had the freak thing where he, he had a blister. Then he hurt his ankle. And, and you know, then he, then he had shoulder soreness. Then he comes this year, and he's got – he had uh, – ulcerative colitis last year. Now he's back, he's healthy, and then all of a sudden he's got back problems. And they've shut him down now with the back problems, just unbelievably. And don't forget, hey, this organization is about to be one of the top five organizations in baseball. Will it be next year? If it could grow there by the middle of next year because you've got, you know, uh, someone like Evan Carter who's been shut down with the back issue um, who was proving to be a superstar there's that's the one pl uh, position player even more than Josh Young that they think might be what uh, Tepid likes to call an alpha an alpha male this guy was unreal he's got power he's got speed he could stick at center field he's big 6'4 looks he looks uh, kind of like a Bellinger something like that anyway that's it, and that's down in the bus league. Watch these guys if you want to watch some good, good baseball. And, and you know, obviously go out to, to Arlington and watch the base, what, what happens there. But, but go out to Frisco, guys. It's cheap. Those guys need the money. I mean, Frisco could really use the money if you get out there and do that. What a great place to go watch a ball game. It's a beautiful ballpark. And you're talking you have got, golly, double digits easy guys that are going to be playing in Major League Baseball, whether they're playing with the Rangers or not, might be included in deals or whatever, you've got a lot of big leaguers playing on that team. A lot of big leaguers. Guys, that's it. We're going to close this one down. Stay tuned for the, for the you know, for you've got to keep an eye on what's going on with this trade deadline. Follow me on Twitter, at Ranger Nation Pod, at Ranger Nation Pod. Like I say at the end of everything I write, and every one of these, nerd out. <laughs>